you are sleeping but you are not sleeping you are planning throughout the night see you are working more at night than during the day that's why you get up so tired and so stiff you build up all the tensions during night the subconscious mind works throughout the night do you dream a lot see if it is a sound sleep and if the body is fully relaxed then you get fresh when you get up you feel very fresh so the best thing is to practice some yoga postures and learn the relaxing the savasana before you go to bed have a, a wash a warm water or cold water or even a sponge bath like a thorough wash lie down forget the entire world think that you are not going to think of anything worldly you resign completely from the world relax yourself and just repeat something more spiritual say a passage or a prayer or a mantra and if you don't have anything or if you don't believe in anything like that just lie down and watch the breath incoming don't forcefully breathe just watch the breath going in and out repeat om shanti let the breath repeat om shanti om shanti om shanti you will feel relaxed you just go to sleep and you will certainly wake up quite refreshed still if you feel a little tension in the morning don't go to meditation immediately have a, another wo- wash or a sponge bath and then maybe you can do a little say the sun worship the surya namaskara or just a little skipping light or a brisk walking indoor itself which will make the body a little relaxed which will take away the tension and then if you want lie down for a minute or two relax consciously and then get up do some slow soft alternate breathing the sukapurvaka or the nadi suddhi and after that slowly go into meditation and even before meditation uh, you repeat some prayers any prayer which will inspire you which will melt your heart it need not be one and the same for everybody see when certain psalms are repeated a particular psalm will inspire you more but that may not do anything on other a person so each one should select a particular prayer for one's own self any passage see when you read the whole book one particular passage will just inspire you elevate you so much remember that is your own that is your ishta devata that is the beloved passage 
Whenever you want to create the same feeling, just read that passage. That is the way to prepare your mind. So don't just go and sit and meditate. Before you meditate, you have to do all these things. And see that you are seated firmly. Make an assertion that you will sit comfortably and steadily. With all feeling, repeat the prayer. A few times till you get into that mood. Tvameva matha chapita tvameva. Oh Lord, you are my mother, you are my father, you are my friend, you are my everything. Lead me, show me the way. Anything that you feel like, I am thine, all is thine. Feel the meaning of every word when you repeat. <clears throat> Not that you say, I am thine, all is thine, thy will be done. Uh, and at the same time, one hand in the pocket, whether the purse is safe or not. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> when you say something, you say it. And you feel it. Let it come from the very heart. Even a small piece. A line, a sentence is enough to melt the mind. If you bring the mind to that stage, then your meditation is just easy. So remember, the preparation for the meditation is more important than the meditation itself. Well begun is half done. Is it not? So the beginning, the preparation is more important. Then you have achieved meditation. Not that you just go and gossip all sorts of things or fight with somebody or uh, just do something violent and then come and sit, meditate. You can never do that. It is impossible. You have to cool down that. Swamiji, how can we have faith? Is it something that is created? Well, faith is not uh, created, no. I can't say it's created. It is spontaneous. It just comes. If you are ready, it just comes spontaneously. A mind that is not clean and pure will not have the faith. It just comes in instantaneously. Not that you intellectually think, oh, he must be all right. He seems to be good. Let me have faith on him. Well, that faith might shatter. At least a, a speck of that sincere faith, instantaneous faith must be there. Then you can cultivate it. You can't create completely a new faith. You can develop the faith by thinking in the right lines. But the beginning, the seed, should be spontaneous. Swamiji, another question. Uh 
are all the religions basically the same or, or how would you compare them? Well, they all talk about the greatness of God and uh, uh, about the qualifications that are necessary for a person to reach God. And they all bring you faith in God, develop your faith in God. And they all want you to be clean, pure, simple and humble. Superficially they may give certain methods. That's all just to suit the people of that age when it was written. So even the scriptures, those, those superficial conditions can be even changed to suit the modern mind. That's why you see even the churches are built in a modern way. Modern churches, modern cross, modern Christ. Because for the modern people. But the faith behind is the same. So the superficial structures can always change. So even in the scriptures, you have that superficial differences. The, the, the arrangement of the words in prayer, the language, and the, the, the construction of the place of worship, the mode of worshipping, the rituals, but that is all quite superficial. One need not stick to those things. You always see differences between scriptures. In a country where people used to take a lot of meat and they mostly lived on meat, the scripture might have even said, offer a piece of meat to the Lord. In a country where they propagated vegetarian food, the scriptures might say, offer fruit and nuts to God. In fact, in a Hindu religion, the, in India and other places, you even offer uh, betel nut, betel leaves and nut. You know, the Indians chew betel nut and love, the nuts. They do not they did not smoke at that time. They used to chew the bitter leaves and arica nut and a little tunam, lime, to make their mouth quite reddish and it has its own medicinal values also. So even today, in the worshipping, in the rituals, tambulam nivedayami, that means, O oh Lord, after you are sumptuous food, come on, chew the bitter leaves and nut. Because the, 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 the person takes that, so whatever I eat, I offer to God. So even in India and Ceylon, I said, I said, now the time is changed, nobody chews bitter leaves. If you like, you can offer a packet of cigarette to God. <laughs> See, what you eat, what you enjoy, you give to the Lord. 
whether he takes it or not, you offer. And if you don't like to uh, dress the Lord in the same old way, you give him nice pant, suit, boot, hat. And if you don't believe in the old weapons, the spear and this and that, give him a rice ren gun or an atomic bomb. I used to say this even in India and Ceylon, and they used to call me, what's that, is he a communist criticizing God? They don't want to understand the truth behind it. In those days they were able to conceive only this much. Gods used to go on, uh, fly with, on, on the back of birds. Because in those days, they didn't even think of aeroplanes. Now instead of a peacock vehicle, God can have a supersonic jet. <laughs> it is just to create a faith, a, a sort of hope in the minds of the devotees. When you see all weapons in the hands of God, the devotee feels, oh, the God has all nice weapons to protect me. Nothing will disturb me, nobody will uh, hinder me, because my God has all weapons to safeguard me. He creates hope in your mind. So such things are superficial. We can just leave it to the uh, time. But the ultimate qualification that is necessary is your sincerity, your pure heart, your selfish selflessness. You give everything to God. You believe Him fully. That is all what is wanted. So those are the differences you see in scriptures too. But fundamentally they all say the same thing. What you call the Ten Commandments, you see as Yama and Niyama in the Yoga scriptures, the Sadhana Sadhushtaya in the Vedantic scriptures, the Sila, Pancha Sila or Dasa Sila in the Buddhist scriptures, they are all the same. But jealousy, well, to analyze, well, I am jealous, what for? In what way I am going to gain? Will it help me in my growth? Or will it put a hindrance? See? Ask these questions and you will always get an answer, a negative answer. And if you are really interested in marching forward, and uh, when you understand that you are own jealous, feeling is going to stop you from progressing further, you won't encourage it any further. So it's an analyzing. That is the only way, the for and against. Swamiji, could you help us to understand the idea of enlightenment? It seems like we read in books that it's something that's here, right here and now, but I don't feel that. It is. See? 
See, you close your eyes, and to you I am not existing. See? Because you can't see me. I am still existing here, but you have closed your eyes. To you I am not existing. Hmm? But the moment you open your eyes, you know that I exist. Isn't it? So only a knowing necessary. It's not that uh, you are going to create me. Likewise, the enlightenment, the truth is always there. We are unable to see it because we have put a veil, created a veil. Once the veil is torn, you see the light. So the time question can be answered as your intensity of sadhana. See? If you if you are serious, how quick you act, with how with what sincerity you work, you tear the veil quickly. If you go very slow, it takes time. That's why Ramakrishna Paramahamsa was asked by somebody, how long will it take for me to realize God? Then he said, you love your wife, love your children, love your money, love your country, you love your education, you love your profession, you love many things. If you put all the love together towards God, and you just love God and nothing but God, the very minute you see God. Our love is dissipated into many directions. That is why the scriptures indirectly say, take away all the dissipated love. Do not allow the mind to go after many things. Withdraw the mind and put in one, in the name of God. Or in other words, you don't try to possess them for you, you don't love your wealth for your sake, you offer it to God. All that you love, offer it to God. And you are offering it to God because you love God more than this. So that means the mind must be fully concentrated on. Then it is quicker, it is easier, immediate. So to draw the mind from the worldly things, first you slowly draw the mind from the selfish things. And it's not that easy to take the mind immediately. So you take the mind away from your personal things and you put them on the impersonal in the name of service. Because normally in our outlook we think of ourselves first. You come first and then your neighbors, the worldly people, the world comes next and the God comes third. But it should be the other way around. 